It's time now for Spears on Sports with John Spears, presented by M&M Carnage. And now, here's Johnny. Made it to a Friday, Scooter. Woo-hoo! Welcome in. Spears on Sports, presented by M&M Carnage. John Spears in studio. The other woohoo was, of course, Justin Kalen on the other side of the glass. It is Friday, August 18th. You mean it wasn't Homer Simpson? First night. No, it was not. First night of high school football. It's here, folks. It might be 98 in the shade, but high school football is here on August 18th. Eminem Courage Hotline's open, 502-384-1450 to join in on the conversation today. 384-1450, or you can hit me up on the Thornton's text line, which you love to do. 502-414-1450. Visit Thornton's today. Get that icy cold thirst quencher. To keep your day going in the right direction, right now, 32-ounce fountain drinks or smaller, 89 cents. Come in today, grab a fountain drink from Thornton's, and hit me up on the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. The beauty of high school football tonight is that there aren't any college games being played. Sure. You know that's my pet peeve. College football on Friday night. By the way, where is are, is your head in like Destin? Ninety eight in the shade. It is beautiful. Oh outside. no, it's gorgeous outside. I, I mean, we it, couldn't have a better. That was first called week. Uh, that was hyperbole. Oh, okay, I'm just saying it's August eighteenth. Why yeah. are we playing high school football? <laughs> it's crazy. It gets, seems to get earlier every year. I know it, it probably does. doesn't. By the way, I hope everything's going well with the JCPS buses today. Oh, they went back. Grade schoolers went back. Elementary schoolers went back today. Uh, I got my fingers crossed <laughs> because it, it just can't happen again. So bus drivers, administrators, teachers, do your best. Get these kids home before dark. That's all. Just before dark. Uh, you know, last week, if they'd have gotten them home, it would have been, if we'd have played high school football, they wouldn't have got some of them home until after the high school football games were over. True. How about yeah. that? But it is high school football Friday night. Kevin Wallace, head coach of X Tigers, will join me in about 15 minutes. We'll uh, see what he thinks about his team. Does he have butterflies the, the opening game day? He's been doing this for, I think, 68 years. There's no way he gets butterflies. That might be too, that might be too many. He's been doing this a long time. I'm sure he gets jacked up, but there's no way he gets butterflies. Um. I don't know, man. I, like I told you yesterday, I still get nervous right before game one. Even a broadcast. I'm yeah, nervous. but that's people dependent because I don't. So you say I've got issues? No. Oh, I'm just okay. saying everybody's different. You got a game tonight. You're not going to be nervous? Uh, probably. I mean, maybe. I'm maybe. You for, got a brand new first venue. First couple minutes. Right? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm stoked. Charlestown and Silver Creek. I want to get this out because, uh, you know, I know Matt said it 40 times on his show and didn't mention the St. X game being on the Big X tonight, but. <laughs> That's a story for another day. Charlestown and Silver Creek on our sister station, WFA 94.7, 7 o'clock kickoff. Scooter will bring you all the action from the brand new Silver Creek Stadium, right? Yeah, new turf, new stadium. I've heard reports that wait, Dragon till, football. wait till I see the scoreboard. It's pretty, pretty awesome when it's in action. I guess they got like one of the new... Ones that can do a bunch of crazy different stuff. So, yeah, I'm excited. I remember when St. X moved from Manual Stadium, where they used to play all their home games, to an on-campus facility, 2007. It was glorious. It was great. New facility, turf field. Um, 
you know, a place where the old guard used to say, oh, we don't have room for a football stadium. That's why we play at Manual Stadium. Guess what? They found room. Do they? it's great. Do they still have that little tiny visitor's press box on the other side? Yes. I've, that's So I've only been to Sanex Stadium one time, and I was in there for the broadcast. I always invite the other team's broadcast um, guys or gals over to our booth. There, there is a spot in the main booth where they can sit. Now, it's a little harder to see one end of the field from there mm-hmm. Uh, than it is in that little non-air-conditioned press box on the yeah. other side. By the way, I got to give Saint X credit. When I when they built the stadium, I told them I wanted three things: a buffet for before the game, an elevator to get up to the press box because of all that gear that I used to have to carry, and closed circuit TV so I can watch Friday night baseball, Friday night football, whatever's on cable TV. Up in the booth. I got two of the three. You want to guess which two? Uh, yeah, you didn't get the TV. I did not get the TV. Yeah, we've discussed this before. Got the buffet, uh, and they do it right, man. It's great. Any media members that come to the St. X game, they are treated well. And I got the elevator, so I'm happy. <laughs> it's a great facility. And uh, we got our own bathroom in the press box there. Wow. Yeah. That's big time. I didn't even ask for that. But... Uh, Yep, St. X and Floyd Central from Southern Indiana tonight over at St. X. Kevin Wallace, head coach of the Tigers, will join me at 1220 uh, to preview that game, preview his season, talk about what he expects to happen in 6A high school football this year. Um, All right, Kentucky games tonight. Uh, Bryan Station Trinity is a good one. Bryan Station is supposed to be pretty good. Now, I've had people tell me, people that, no more, no more than I do. That Trinity will win this game easily. I'm not so. You're going to have to show it to me. You're going to have to prove it to me, because Frederick Douglass is the class of Lexington, but Brian Station is not too far behind from what I've been told. But I've had a couple of people tell me this will not be a game. I'm going to wait and see. I think Trinity's better than they were last year, but I think Brian Station's pretty good too. Is there anything worse than somebody telling you such and such game in week one's not going to be a good game? Like, how do you know? Nobody it's, it's knows. a brand new season, brand new team. Nobody knows. Nobody knows. It irritates um, me. I mean, you you can go by a past performance chart. For example, Floyd Central's played male in the season opener for the last several years. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say six to eight years. I think six, yeah. And those games have not been close. Nope. Ever. Not a one. And now Floyd Central trades Mayo for St. X? Question mark? I expect a Tiger victory tonight, and I don't expect it to be really that close. But as you say, Scooter, it's 11 on 11. Mm -hmm. It's not St. X has 100 guys and Floyd Central has 40. It's 11 on 11. And it only takes – Bullet East proved last year with uh, the quarterback Egan. It only takes one star – that uh, and a couple of plays to get you where you need to be. So we'll see. Uh, Owensboro and Christian Academy tonight. Christian Academy is ranked number one in 3A. They are really good. But Owensboro's good too, and they're coming up to Louisville tonight. Central and Manual, that's a traditional opener. Always a good game. Central with a lot of – both these teams have great, and I'm not 
I'm trying not to get too excited here, but both of these teams have great star running backs. So it's going to be who can tackle the running backs when Central travels to Manual Stadium tonight. Lexington Christian, Cutter Bowley, the Kentucky commit quarterback, widely considered best quarterback in the state. Lexington Christian's at number one Bowling Green tomorrow night. Uh, actually, it's the Rafferty's Bowl at Lexington Catholic. Lexington Christian versus Bowling Green. Bowling Green's number one in 5A. By the way, Lexington Christian plays four teams this season ranked number one in their division. Wow. In their classification, including number one Bowling Green. That's how you challenge yourself. Uh, Lexington Christian is number two ranked in 2A. They do not play the number one ranked 2A team. But they play 1A, 3A, 4A, and 5A number one teams in the state. Preseason. With the best quarterback in the state, supposedly. So that'll be fun in Bowling Green tomorrow night, or in uh, Lexington tomorrow night. Butler and Mayo tonight, that should be a mismatch. Butler has dropped down from 6A to 5A. uh, And Mayo replaces Floyd Central on their schedule with the Butler Bears. It should be an easy game for Mayo. But as Scooter mentioned earlier, I'm not supposed to say that. Because I really don't know. Indiana-wise, again, I mentioned Charlestown and Silver Creek beyond WFA 94.7, 7 o'clock kickoff tonight. Scooter will bring you all the action of that one if you can't make it out. They expect to sell out at Silver Creek tonight with the new stadium, right? Yeah, they do. There are tickets available now, but that doesn't seem to be the case later. You might not want to wait to walk up. No. You might want to get over to school today. And buy your tickets early. And they're doing a whole bunch of construction around Silver Creek, so I've heard parking is also going to be a nightmare. So, yeah, definitely probably want to get there Just leave at 4 o'clock and yeah. walk. Yeah. Leave at 4 o'clock. Yeah. If you live in Silver Creek, it can't. it's not that far, right? Mm-mm. Yeah. I mean, I could walk to Silver Creek from my house. Sure. New Albany is on the road uh, at Franklin tonight. Any ideas, Scooter? Uh, it's a tough one for New Albany. And Jay, Jeff is home against Whiteland, another tough one. Who was in the 5A championship last year. So, so. those are uh, just some of the games to keep an eye on tonight. But I'm just excited that high school football's here. We've got college coming up uh, two weeks from tonight, I guess. Louisville will play Georgia Tech mm-hmm. in Atlanta. Two weeks. Man, I didn't realize it was so close. Uh, we missed you at the pool yesterday, by the way. Yeah. Had a good a good showing. Day. Beautiful night. Pool was a little chilly because the uh, the mornings have been kind of chilly a little bit. But uh, adult beverages, pool, music, good time. Well, it's going to be in the high. And, and Becco was really upset that you didn't show. It's going to be in the high nineties next week. So Becco, let's reset. Next week's Tuesday. Tuesday. I'm telling you now. The pool party's Tuesday. Pool's going to be on Tuesday. Why? Next week. That's the worst day of the week next week. Not for me. Oh my gosh! I work on Monday and Friday at the uh, in my other Wednesday job, and so. Thursday are going to be ninety six degrees and sunny. I'm just saying, if you want to make plans, it's going to be Tuesday next week. I don't know if that. I may fit. have to take a week off. I don't know if I that got things going on, so I might have to take a week off of the pool. Well, maybe we'll reschedule for the following week, Scooter. I, look, I don't care if you're there, <laughs> but the host was very upset that you bailed. Well, I appreciated the invite, so thanks. He for was very upset. Me. Uh, Kentucky will open their season uh, two weeks from tomorrow. Ball State comes to town for a noon kickoff. I, you know, most media members love noon kickoffs. Mm-hmm. They have deadlines. They have to put 
television or a radio or a newspaper. Yeah, there's still a thing called the newspaper. They got to put stories together and get them recorded, get them printed, and they love the noon starts. I hate the noon starts. I hate them. Now, I don't have to go through all of the stuff these other guys people have to go through because I don't have to talk about it on my show until Monday. But, man, I love the 7.30 night games. Give me a 7.30 night game any day over a noon start. And Kentucky's going to have some nooners here early. With Ball State on the schedule, with Akron on the schedule, I haven't checked. Maybe that's a later game, but I will check. I expect a lot of noon games for Louisville as well. I just do. They're they're not going to get unless – Unless they can somehow beat NC State and Notre Dame, then all of a sudden the respect jumps up. You're you're going to be highly ranked, assuming you're six and zero after that, and then maybe, um, you get a seven o'clock game. Maybe you get a three thirty game. But I expect a lot of noon games from Kentucky. I expect a lot of noon games from Louisville, and I expect a lot of noon games from Indiana. By the way, Kentucky's Eastern Kentucky game is at three in their game against Akron's at seven. What is that so, about? Yeah. Only one. You no, know, as soon game. as I said noon on Akron, I thought, that's wrong. I've read that and I thought it was wrong. Seven o'clock. Seven o'clock on the U, by the way. Um, okay, here's one for you, though. Saturday, uh, September 9th, Eastern Kentucky, three o'clock on ESPN. Plus. <laughs> I, mean, I don't have ESPN. It's probably where it belongs. It probably is. I'll prob- I should probably go to that game, right? I should go. It's either go or pay to- for a month of ESPN Plus. Or you got a producer over here who has ESPN Plus and can slip you his login. That was, that, Just saying. Is that against the law? I mean, yeah, but only if you get caught. I mean, yeah, but. Oh, only if you get caught. No, it's a yes or no question. Is that against the law? I don't, I'm nothing, I don't really know. I, no I am idea. not a scoff law. <laughs> Scoots, man. I'm, Ca- I'm not a lawyer. I don't know what the laws are. Causing issues early. <laughs> going to be raiding my house. We, we need to see your ESPN Plus login. <laughs> We're not going to arrest you. We're going to arrest the guy that gave it to you. Louisville, by the way, you go, you go Friday, Thursday to start the season. Now you know you got night games, which is great. 7.30 Georgia Tech, ESPN. 7.30 Murray State, ACC Network. Then you got the nooner. Up in uh, Lucas Oil Stadium against the Hoosiers. That's because Indiana's the opponent. Uh, Speaking of a lot of nooners, Indiana. Oof. We do know the Cards will have another Friday game at NC State. They'll have another Thursday game at home against Virginia. So a couple of night games there. Yeah, Indiana's <laughs> – I think you're right about that, Scooter. Now, they open at the 3.30 on CBS with Ohio State. Yikes. 7 o'clock night game, Indiana State. That's surprising. Big Ten me. Network. Then the Nooner against Louisville, already scheduled on October 21st, noon against Rutgers. The uh, Akron game will be noon, too, if I had to guess. Same thing with Maryland. Same thing with uh, fill in the blank. Exactly. Um, If I had to guess, Wisconsin feels like a noon game. It's in Bloomington. Illinois, Michigan State, they they all feel like noon games. They do, yeah. Why? Because Indiana's involved. All right, let's take a break. Kevin Wallace, head coach of the St. X Tigers, will join me. We'll uh, preview the upcoming high school football season in the state of Kentucky. You're listening to Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big X. Everywhere you go. 
Welcome back. Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage. John Spears in studio. Bats beat Iowa last night 6-5. They'll uh, finish that six-game set with three this weekend up in Iowa. That breaks a losing streak. They're 1-2 against the Cubs in this current series. Let's go to the Eminem Cartage hotline. Bring in head coach Kevin Wallace of the St. X Tigers. Uh, coach, how you doing today? Well, I just finished a wonderful St. X flip lunch and uh oh my what was the sunshine right now well we had breakfast for lunch i think that's called the todd walsh meal oh my gosh eggs bacon sausage biscuits gravies hash browns everything a growing boy needs yeah well growing uh (laughs) around all right stop right there you're about six and a half hours away from kickoff do you still get nervous i think that uh the day that there's not a little uh, little gremlin running around my stomach's probably the day that I need to get out of it. Is this just the opener, or is this uh, every game every week? Well, it's probably the opener in the big games and, you know, um, obviously every playoff game, uh, all those type of things. Are, you know, this is just the, the, the fear of the unknown. I mean, you, you, we had a, com- a scrimmage against a competitive team, obviously, last week. Yeah. Gives you an idea, and we played it like a game. So uh, we don't think that there'll be many surprises, but there's always surprises on the first game in terms of something happens that you really hadn't prepared very well for. And uh, we've done our best to go over situational football and talk about situational football, but uh, somehow the, those those type things always come up and grab you on the first game. Do you pay any attention to media polls, things like that, before the season even starts? Do you even look at that stuff? Not not closely. Uh, I you know obviously uh, with the social media today and 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 it's out there for everybody to see it much more than what it used to be. Uh, I I think that when you're highly ranked, that is a compliment to the people that have been in your program in the past. It's it, it's an acknowledgement that you do have some pretty good players in your program right now. But I don't think anybody can give you a true reflection of what your football team is. I think I know my football team a lot better than anybody in the media or any other coach at this point. And uh, I think that we would we would we're going to struggle with good teams until we get ourselves in line defensively. You uh, two years ago, you win a state championship, uh, the first in twelve years at Saint X. Uh, in 12 years of St. X football, not your 12 years of St. X. And then last year, you're number one going to the playoffs, undefeated in Kentucky. And I don't want to call it a fluke play, but Mayo gets a play, two-point conversion to beat you. Uh, is that taste gone from your mouth now, or is it going to take kickoff tonight to get rid of that? Well, part of it, John, will never go away. Yeah. Um, I mean, I still haven't gotten over losing in 1988 or 1998 to, <laughs> uh, to Wagner in the semifinals So when I was at Bowling Green. So, I, I mean, there are games that, that will always stay with you. And I think that one will stay with me because of how I felt about that senior class last year. That, that, is, that might be the most – that might be my favorite group of people that I've ever coached. And um, – the way they worked and the way they went about their business, how good of a leadership that they provided, they deserve better than getting beat in the second round. And, um, you know, so I still feel it for them. And we got beat on a night where, you know, Mayo played really well. Uh, we didn't play as well as, as we would like to have. I, I'll always think that we had the best team in the state last year. And, 
I don't think that there was a great deal of gap uh, between the best teams. And when you get to playoffs and somebody plays better and executes better than you do on a night, you got a chance of getting beats, and that's kind of what happened to us. How many of those guys from that team are on a college roster this year? Oh, golly, John, I'll forget somebody. Just take a guess. I'm sure. Just give me a number. Uh, you don't have to give me a name. I'm going to say eight. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. <laughs> so that all that means is, uh-oh, now i got to replace these guys, right? Well, even the ones that aren't going to go play college football, like an Adam Boone or an Austin Erhan, a Tyler Boggs, are guys that were multiple-year starters that were really good high school football players that could be going to play somewhere. They've just made a decision that they'd rather go and enjoy college life or go to a bigger school. And um, uh, there's a lot more that could have played, but, yeah, there's a lot to replace, especially on the defensive side of the ball. Talking to head coach Kevin Wallace, Sanex Tigers. You can listen to Sanex and Floyd Central tonight right here on the Big X. 7 o'clock kickoff, 645 pregame. Tony Burke and I will bring you all the coverage. What do you know about Floyd Central? Well, we got a uh, video off them from last week when they scrimmaged Charlestown, and uh, they're they're big. They've got some size. They have, uh, I think, 14 starters back from last year, uh, which includes a couple of kids that play both ways. Their safeties are, are also wide receivers. Uh, they have a running back that only played one game last year. He got about 100 yards against Mayo in the opener and then got hurt, and he's a big 200-pound back. and That's something that, that at times uh, – here we struggle with getting big guys down. I know that uh, uh, early in the year you always worry about tackling because you don't really want to beat yourselves up in practice. So that ought to be interesting. They have a returning quarterback. And then defensively, they return every one of the linebackers. Uh, they return both their safeties. Uh, so it, it is an experienced team. Now, you know, it's a team that, that we should have some success against. Uh, we think that we've got some matchup uh, things in our favor, but particularly – uh, with our wide receivers, maybe against their corners, and I think we got a little better foot speed than offensively than what they have, uh, than what they have defensively. So, if we play well and execute, I think we got a chance of having some success uh, defensively. We we just got to continue to improve. Uh, look at this schedule. There aren't a whole lot of uh, easy ones on here, Coach. Did you make the schedule? Well, we are saying X, aren't we? <laughs> um, we're supposed to play people at that level, and. Um, yeah, I, I pretty much did the schedule. I think that, uh, as I shared with you yesterday, there's a five-week stretch in there that yeah. is going to be kind of similar to the playoffs. If you're going to win the state championship, you're going to go through five straight weeks of playing really good teams. And uh, Beginning week three, we're going to play male, elder, Trinity, Ryle, and Manuel in succession. So um, that'll be a heck of a, heck of a good challenge for us. I think you've only got two revenge games, obviously, Mayo on September 1st, and then Elder two weeks later. Uh, both of those are at home. Uh, you beat Mayo on the road last year before the playoff loss, and then Elder, you had a lead after three quarters, right? Yeah, we did. Uh, didn't finish. Uh, the big part of that game, is, if you'll remember, is we kicked field goals instead of scoring touchdowns. And they they got touchdowns. And I think that, that was pretty much the story of the game. If you go back and look at the game statistically, it was extremely even. Uh, very good environment, very good football game. And, you know, you mentioned Mayo losing, you know, winning over there and losing home. That's kind of been a theme for us since I've been here. We yeah. have not beaten Mayo in our stadium since I've been here. It's time to change that, right? It Well, 
Yeah, we'll change uniforms again. <laughs> You're not wearing those black uniforms with dark green numbers again this year, are you? Well, they'll, they'll come out every once yeah. in a while, but not often. But you know, we tried that uh, last year in the playoff game uh, since we hadn't been able to beat Mayo in, uh, in the golden green. And so uh, this year when we play Mayo, it'll probably be white pants and green jerseys. My we'll eyes, trying to see if we can find something that works. My eyes are not good enough for those black uniforms, even with binoculars. They're, not, they're killing me. And they're not good for me either when you start watching film and trying to identify people, it's not not real good. All right, I know you're a team guy. You're not an individual guy, but tell me about your quarterback, Trevor Havel. Uh, I think he's going to have a really big year. Uh, he's stronger, bigger, 6'5", 210. Uh, he's gotten more intelligent about football, and he's developing as a leader, which I think is extremely important from that position in a game of football. And then he obviously has really good people to throw it to. So you combine those things. If we can do a good job giving him time, then he's got a chance to have a little success. Your uh, your son Ryan was uh, with Jeff Brom as a tight ends coach, I think at Western first, right? And then at Purdue, now he's at Louisville. Uh, you happy, yep. to, happy to have him uh, close, to the, close to the homestead there? Well, the big thing is, Mama's happy. You know, that's it's always that, that makes that makes my life a whole lot easier. But yeah, we're really thrilled about that. Never envisioned that when Ryan decided to go into college football that we would really be back in the same town together. So yeah, it's crazy. Kind of neat that that's happened. Yep, yep. Does Dana go to many games? Not not uh, U of L, but Saint X games. Yep, she goes to games, and um, she has learned over the course of forty years of me doing this that. The best thing for her to do is to sit far away yes. from most people. Yes. So um, she's she's not a see and be seen person. When I go to road basketball games, I refuse to sit near any parents. <laughs> I understand. Because I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear yeah. how the coach is using their kid wrong. I don't want to hear uh, about playing time. I just want to go enjoy the game. And when I'm at these road basketball games, I've sat with parents before and told them, I can't sit with you now. I'm going to move. And they go, yeah, I understand. She's intelligent about that. You know, she's she's an athlete, played two yeah, Final Fours. So, she's more yeah, of an athlete so than you can. are. Uh, there's no doubt it's about that. Close. And anytime, anytime anybody looks at my sons and sees that they're 6'5 and 6'7, they know that I have nothing to do with it. <laughs> all right, your Braves, are they going to win it all? Oh, I got you here. I'm optimistic. I didn't ask you that. I'm optimistic, but October has been painful for me in my life. So, uh, uh, starting pitching, big, the big bugaboo. They got those guys have got to be solid going into October. You better hope my Cubs don't make the playoffs and get matched up against your Braves. That's all I'm saying. I'm, I'm scared of them, John. I'm you scared of. Them. Yep. They hit. They pitch and yep. they pitch well enough. They defend. That's man. Be a shame if my Cubs didn't make the playoffs. Coach, good luck tonight. Have fun. Try to get rid of those butterflies, and uh, I'll see you in a few hours. Thanks, John. Thank you, buddy. Head coach Kevin Wallace, St. X Tigers. They'll open the season tonight at home against the Floyd Central Highlanders. You can hear that game right here on the Big X. 7 o'clock kickoff, 645 pregame with myself and Tony Burke. Good guy there, Scooter. Seems like it, yeah. Yeah, good guy. And I'm telling you, if he's not coaching, like tonight he'll miss it, he does not miss any Braves games. <laughs> he has been that way since I've known him and probably a long time before I knew him. I remember when we used to, <clears throat> St. X would travel down to Bowling Green, 
Bowling Green beat St. X five years in a row. Now, you want to know what you do when you can't beat somebody? You make them join you. We couldn't beat that guy. Now, we beat him, but they're, the five years in a row there, Bowling Green beat St. X. <laughs> and I can say, other than Trinity, and I don't know how often that's happened, other than Trinity, nobody beats St. X five, five times in a row in football. It just doesn't happen. Well, in his defense, in regards to the Braves, if my team was 25 games over 500, I probably wouldn't miss a game either. Yeah, it's easier to watch than back when they were in Atlanta Fulton County Stadium and uh, Bob Horner was playing third, Dale Murphy was playing center, and uh, Rick Wise was pitching, and they were t- they were not good. I met Dale Murphy once. They were not good. He should be in the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. I mean, if anybody should be in the Hall of Fame, you can argue Pete Rose. I get it, but he did gamble. He's not in because he's Pete Rose. Dale Murphy should be in the Hall of Fame. The numbers alone should put him in the Hall of Fame. By the way, watch ridiculous. Watched the uh, Untold on Balco yesterday on Um, Netflix. Okay, really good. Really, the one I want to see is the Tim Donaghy NBA. I watched. I haven't watched that one. That's a good one too. Um, It reminded me when I watched the Johnny Manziel one last week. Oh man, this is a whole series. These Mm -hmm. are really good. Uh, which one did you just watch? Uh, it was the one about Balco, like the steroid. Is, it, it wasn't just baseball either. I mean, it, it touched on Marion Jones, right? Uh, yeah. Tiny Tim, the runner. But Barry is mentioned, I'm sure, heavily. Oh yeah, scene, right? Yeah, for sure. Is Roger Clemens mentioned in this? No, I didn't. Didn't see. I don't know if Balco was. Uh, I think him. he just had his own personal trainer. That yeah, got him all his stuff, if you will. All right, I checked Scooter. There are 12 noon games on Saturday, September 2nd. 12. Here they are. Northern Illinois at Boston College. Edinburgh at Duquesne. <laughs> Ball State at Kentucky. Villanova, Lehigh. Bowling Green State, Liberty. East Carolina against Michigan. That's a nooner on Peacock. Uh, Long Island U at Ohio U, Fresno State at Purdue, that's on the Big Ten Network, Utah State at Iowa, Arkansas State at uh, Oklahoma, Louisiana Tech at SMU, that's not a bad game actually, although SMU's 18 and a half, Colorado, Dion's going to start with a nooner at TCU, it's 11 a.m. by the way in Fort Worth that day. Colorado and TCU on Fox at noon. Dion may not have a team if his guys don't start fighting. They better start fighting in practice. I've never seen a coach say, hey, we had a fight in practice. Everybody should have joined in. <laughs> Aren't you supposed to separate your guys? Let's uh, Before we take a break, let's hit the M&M Cartage Hotline. Buzz Frank, how you doing, buddy? Oh, I'm doing great, John. This is like uh, one of my this Christmas three or four most favorite days of the year. Christmas yeah, day? it is, man. I'm telling you. This is great. High school football tonight and no college games. Yeah, that's the key to me. <laughs> the old goats are streaming tonight, I guess, right? We are we are streaming tonight, Manuel and Central. Uh, I heard Coach Wallace, uh, St. X has got a big game. Manuel and Central has become a huge season opener for both teams in the last few years. And that one feels like, if, now check, I could be wrong on this. You know a lot more than I do about this. That feels like it's always close. Uh, there have been a couple games that weren't close, but for the most part, yeah. yeah. And and generally, it's it's come down 
to uh, depth, Central being a 3A team, although their roster in the last few years has really grown, they, they tend to play a few guys both ways and have been known to wear down. I don't think that's going to be an issue this year. But you never know, You're like, see, like you guys have said already. Yeah, you never know. You're going to see great running backs tonight, though, right? Oh, man. Yeah, I, I, if, I were, if I were coaching this, as much as I like to throw the ball, I'd say, guys, we're going to run it until they, they stop it. And I don't know that either team's going to be able to stop the running backs that are going to be playing tonight. You sound excited. I, I'm telling you, this is, this is like, you know, it's a present to, to be able, and it's at, it's at uh, Manual Stadium, and uh, I get to climb those round stairs going up to the press box. That's oh, always, the spiral that's staircase. <laughs> and it's 78 degrees, Buzz, so you don't have to deal with the no AC there. Oh, man. Yeah, that, that's even that's a, that's a bonus, Justin. Yeah, it was a few years ago when uh, Manual and Central opened, and that was down at Central, and their press box can get pretty steamy. But uh, the game got postponed twice because of heat index, and it wound up being played on a Sunday evening. Crazy. Well, listen, have fun tonight. Enjoy the stream. Enjoy the broadcast, and good luck to your Crimsons. Uh, uh, I didn't look at the schedule, but uh, Tigers and Crimsons, I guess maybe third to last game of the year there, or fourth to last game of the year. So week seven maybe. Yeah, it's the Where's first that game Friday at this in October. Year? Where's that game at this that year? That game – that game will be at Manual Stadium at so, home of the Crimson. So my big, huge, wide rear end is going to have to go up that little skinny spiral <laughs> staircase. Uh. So, so what I'm going to do, John, I'm going to spread some butter on the railings so oh to make it easier God. for both of us to get up and down. I appreciate that. You know what? I've done a game before from the other side, from out outside up at the top of the of the stands there. Maybe that's an option. I remember that. They built a little crow's nest up there, but I, that's not – I mean, you're, you're not out of the weather. That was there. the one where – that was the game where St. X uh, – it was a playoff game, won the uh, – threw it last second into the end zone, won 40-yard touchdown pass. I'm sure you have fond oh, thank, memories of thanks. that. Yeah, thanks, thanks for reminding <laughs> me. <laughs> Buzz, have fun tonight. Thank you, buddy. Hey, all kidding aside, John, as, as I as I let you go, that was a, a tremendous catch on that last play of the game, and you can't take anything away from the receiver or the Tigers. But it's always fun and, and good to talk to you guys, and y'all have a good weekend. Thank you, buddy. You can't ever tell me luck's not involved in sports because it was fourth and twenty, forty-yard touchdown pass into the end zone. Um, just a heave, just throw it up and hope your guy can go get it, and he went and got it, and uh, Tigers advanced that night. All right, let's take a break. High school football is upon us. But we do want to talk a little baseball as well. Big series for the Reds this weekend. Scooter, are you back on board or are you still giving up? Nah, still giving up. We'll take a break. Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big X. Welcome back. Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage. John Spears in studio. Justin Kalen, a.k.a. Scooter Dingus, on the other side of the glass. Final segment of the week. Woohoo! Eminem Cartage hotline's open 384-1450 to join in the conversation. 502-384-1450. Thornton's text line open as well. 502-414-1450. Texter says, how in the world 
Is a Floyd Central game versus St. X or New Albany game versus Cal beneficial to anyone? Help me understand. Well, first of all, New Albany is not playing Cal. They're playing uh, Franklin. Franklin in Franklin, Indiana. And Cal is hosting Owensboro, which should be a fairly competitive game. Owensboro's got a really good program. Mm -hmm. Floyd Central at St. X. Floyd Central at Mayo the last six years. I remember a day when... St. X had to play Iroquois and Atherton. And those games were always 70 to nothing. And it's brutal. Uh, look, is there a definite benefit for Floyd Central to come over to play St. X? I don't know if it's definite. If you're a good team at a lower level, does it make you better? I've made this point a number of times. Central High School, who's a 3A team, will play at least four 6A schools in Kentucky. They'll play St. X, they'll play Manual tonight, and they'll play a couple more. And they've won state championships because they get tested in the regular season. And they get better in the regular season. And when they get to the 3A playoffs, they're not playing St. X, and they're not playing Trinity, and they're not playing Manual, and they're not playing Mayo. They're playing teams that couldn't beat St. X, Trinity, Manual, and Mayo. And why are they better? They're better because they played St. X and Manual and whoever else they played in the regular season. Because Central normally, in the past, has had some district games that are not competitive. St. X will have three district games this year. Manual, PRP, and Meade County. Meade County is now a district opponent of St. X because Butler dropped to 5A because of enrollment. I don't know how competitive the PRP and Meade County games will be. Maybe they will, maybe they won't. I don't know anything about Meade County, the Green Wave. The only thing I know is they're the Green Wave. And I don't know PRP's depth chart, Pleasure Ridge Park. But in the past, PRP games, Butler games, when they were 6A, were not competitive. And you have to play them because they're in their district. Are they beneficial to anybody? No. And when you get to the playoffs in Kentucky, everybody makes the playoffs. And the first weekend of the playoffs, a whole lot of number one seeds are taking a whole lot of number four seeds behind the, the woodshed. And you get a ton of running clocks first weekend of, of high school football playoffs. And it's no fun for anybody. And it's not beneficial to anybody. But that's the way that the playoff system is set up. The other part of this is if you're St. X, and I've seen this from Trinity, I've seen it from uh, Mayo, it is hard to schedule. It's hard to schedule. I mean, Mayo's going to play St. X every year, even though they're not in the same district. Trinity's going to play St. X every year because it's a traditional rivalry. Central has played St. X for the last several years because they want to get better against good competition. Then you've got your three district games. Now you've got four other games to fill. you got four to fill. St. X has got Ryle coming in. Ryle, we went, uh, we're going to Ryle, actually. This will be the third year in a four-year four four year, uh, contract. Ryle, Northern Kentucky, good team, 6A team, good program. They'll play. Cincinnati Elder is coming down to play St. X at uh, their place this year. St. X went up to Elder last year. Tigers almost always play one of the Cincinnati teams, whether it's Moeller, Cincinnati St. X, or Elder. You got Bowling Green 
where the head coach of St. X used to be the head coach and won five state championships, a really good program. They're number one in 5A. That's an easy schedule. Now you got to find somebody else. Floyd Central agreed to a four-game series, two games at St. X, two games at Floyd Central. Those games to open the season at Floyd Central will be packed because St. X will travel over there. They'll pluck down their 8 or $10 to get in the game, and Floyd Central will get a little gate money there. Good for the entire program, sports program at the school. The game itself, the game itself may not be um, exciting. It might not be close. But all games can't be Ohio State versus Michigan. All games can't be San X versus Trinity. Just not. You got 10 to play here. You got 10 to play. And if you look at any high school schedule, any good high school team, any college team, there's always a couple of, I don't want to call them cupcakes. That's a Dick Vitalism. But there's always a couple teams you play that you're a whole lot better than. Just the way of this, that's the way scheduling goes. You're going to play good teams in the last four weeks of the playoffs if you're in Kentucky high school football. It's nice to have a couple of easy ones. And if you're one of the teams that is the easy one, well, I don't know what to tell you. I've never believed everybody should make the playoffs in Kentucky. But the powers that be say, every, if you're 0-10, guess what? You make the playoffs. You make the playoffs. There are a lot of teams that don't want to travel and go get beat by 60 points in the first round of the playoffs. But you can't tell these kids, we don't want you to compete. They do want to compete. There, I'm sure there are a lot of coaches that go into these games thinking, what are we doing? Who are we playing in the first round? Male? Trinity? Oh, my gosh. Not good. All right, a little baseball here. The Reds gained a half game last night, Scooter. Dodgers beat Milwaukee one nothing. What a game. Dodgers swept Milwaukee. The Reds took one of two from Cleveland, so the Reds are now two games back in a virtual tie with the Chicago Cubs. Milwaukee goes to Texas this weekend. We may not be able to beat the Brewers, but we can beat the Dodgers. Well, absolutely. Milwaukee, Milwaukee couldn't. Milwaukee goes to Texas this weekend. That's not going to be easy. Oh. By the way, their, their star pitcher, Corbin Burns, got beat last night. One nil, like a soccer game. So Milwaukee goes to Texas. The Reds hosting Toronto. Now the Blue Jays are in a scrap to get in the playoffs as well. They are in the wild card race and they are not at the top of the heap here. But they need wins also. And I don't like the Reds pitching matchups in this series. No. Jose Barrios against uh, Kennedy tonight. What's his first name? Brett Kennedy Brett, yeah. for the Reds. He's 1-0, by the way, with a 114 ERA. He's pitched seven innings for the Cincinnati Reds this season. Gave up one earned run. Jose Brios is only 4-8, but his ERA is 3.53. He's pretty good. And then tomorrow you get uh, Williamson against Bassett. Bassett can be really, really good. Sunday, Hunter Green comes back. I don't know what the pitch count's going to be, how many – Innings he's going to be able to work. So, tough series here. The winner right now, the Cubs. They're at home against the Royals this weekend. So, if you're a Chicago Cub fan, if you're David Ross, you got to be thinking, let's sweep the Royals here. 
Don't pay attention to what Milwaukee's doing in Texas. You hope they lose two out of three. Don't pay attention to what the Reds are doing against Toronto. If you're the Cubs, let's just win some games here. We got one of the worst teams in baseball coming in. Worst team in baseball is Oakland, right? Oh, yeah. Not even close. Is Kansas City the second worst? Uh, I would say so. Although, there, I mean, there's a few teams in contention for that. <laughs> uh, it's August 18th, and I'm trying to figure out who the worst team in the league is. Uh, let's see. In the National League, the Rockies only have 46 wins. That is eight fewer than anybody else in the National League. I mean, the Royals only have 39. Oakland's at 34. Oh, so 39. Yeah. Easily second worst. Yeah, they are. It's not close. No. White Sox have 48. So there are four, literally four teams with less than 50 wins right now. The White Sox lead that group with 48. Uh, so if you're the Cubs, you got to take care of business. Reds were off last night. Um, who is pitching Sunday for Toronto? Didn't you say it was Ryu? Oh, it is. Yeah. Uh, and he's good, by the way. I hate to break it to you. He's good. I'm not Former scared. Former Dodger. You're not what? I'm not scared. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to butcher this. Hyunjin Ryu. He's 1-1 one one with a 257 ERA. He was out most of the season. Sounded pretty perfect. Uh, well, you know, he's six three two fifty, big boy, left hander. Uh, the Reds have they struggle against left handers. Joey can't can't play against left handers. Nope. Um, Ellie De La Cruz is much better from the left side of the plate than he is the right side of the plate. So that's a negative. They got homers the other night from Fairchild. And uh, who hit the other home run on on uh, Wednesday? You know, don't know. Was no. it McLean? I think it was McLean. Makes sense. But uh, easy win over Cleveland on Wednesday. Was I here Wednesday? No, we no. weren't here Wednesday. Uh, other other series of note this weekend: San Francisco and Atlanta. Now, if you're the Reds and you're the Cubs and you're any of these wild card hopefuls, keep an eye on this one because San Francisco. They're in the wild card hunt. If the season ended today, the Giants would be in the playoffs. They're a game and a half ahead of the Cubs, Marlins, and Reds. But they're in Atlanta this weekend for three. If your opponent is, is in Atlanta or Los Angeles <laughs> to play the Dodgers, you are happy. Yeah. Good luck. So San Francisco, Atlanta for three games this weekend. You, you know what has no gravitas right now, Scoots? What's that? None. Boston and the Yankees, three-game set this weekend. Oh, yuck. Now, they're both – well, Boston's five games over five hundred. The Yankees are one game under. But they are in fourth and fifth place in the American League East. I'd love to know the last time that's happened. Long time. Because the Yankees are hardly ever down there. The Red Sox have been down there. But not very often. Thanks to Kevin Wallace, head coach of San X, for joining us. Don't forget, high school football tonight here on the Big X. San X hosting Floyd Central, 7 o'clock, over on our sister station, WFA 94.7. Scooter will bring you Charlestown and Silver Creek also at 7 o'clock. I'll talk to you Monday. Thanks for listening. Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big X. Yeah.